0: Chapters thirty nine to forty one. Book eight, volume one. Of Le Mort d'Arture. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Gesina Le Mort d'Arture, Volume One, by Sir Thomas Malory. Book eight. Chapters thirty nine to forty one. Chapter thirty nine In the meantime there came word that Sir Nabon had made a cry that all the people of that isle should be at his castle the fifth day after, and the same day the son of Nabon should be made knight, and all the knights of that valley and thereabout should be there to joust. And all those of the realm of Logris should be there to joust with them of North Wales. And thither came five hundred knights, and they of the country brought thither Sir Lamorak, and Sir Tristram, and Sir Cahidius, and Sir Segwarides, for they durst none otherwise do. And then Sir Nabon lent Sir Lamorak horse and armor at Sir Lamorak's desire, and Sir Lamorak jousted and did such deeds of arms, that Nabon and all the people said there was never knight that ever they saw do such deeds of arms, for, as the French book says, he forjousted all that were there, for the most part of five hundred knights, that none abode him in his saddle. Then Sir Nabin proffered to play with him his play, for I saw never no knight do so much upon a day. I will well, said Sir Lamorak, play as I may, but I am weary and sore bruised. And there either got a spear, but Naban would not encounter with Sir Lamorak, but smote his horse on the forehead, and so slew him. And then Sir Lamorak yeed on foot, and turned his shield and drew his sword, and there began strong battle on foot. But Sir Lamorak was so sore bruised and short-breathed, "'that he traced and traversed somewhat aback. "'Fair fellow,' said Sir Nabon, "'hold thy hand, and I shall show thee more courtesy "'than ever I showed knight, "'because I have seen this day thy noble knighthood, "'and therefore stand thou by, "'and I will wit whether any of thy fellows "'will have ado with me.' "'Then when Sir Tristram heard that, "'he stepped forth and said, "'Nabon, lend me horse and sure armor." and I will have ado with thee. "'Well, fellow,' said Sir Nabon, "'go thou to yonder pavilion, "'and arm thee of the best thou findest there, "'and I shall play a marvellous play with thee.' "'Then,' said Sir Tristram, "'look ye, play well, "'or else, peradventure, "'I shall learn you a new play.' "'That is well said, fellow,' said Sir Nabon. "'So when Sir Tristram was armed as him like best, "'and well shielded and sworded, he dressed to him on foot, for well he knew that Sir Nabon would not abide a stroke with his spear, therefore he would slay all knights' horses. Now, fair fellow, Sir Nabon, let us play. So then they fought long on foot, tracing and traversing, smiting and foinding long without any rest. At the last Sir Nabon prayed him to tell him his name. Sir Nabon, I tell thee my name is Sir Tristram de Leonis a knight of Cornwall under King Mark. Thou art welcome, said Sir Nabon, for of all knights I have most desired to fight with thee or with Sir Launcelot. So then they went eagerly together, and Sir Tristram slew Sir Nabon, and so forthwith he leapt to his son, and struck off his head, and then all the country said they would hold of Sir Tristram. Nay, said Sir Tristram, I will not so. Here is a worshipful knight, Sir Lamorak de Gallis, that for me he shall be lord of this country, for he hath done here great deeds of arms. Nay, said Sir Lamorak, I will not be lord of this country, for I have not deserved it as well as ye. Therefore, give ye it where ye will, for I will none have. Well, said Sir Tristram, since ye nor I will not have it, let us give it to him that hath not so well deserved it. do as ye list, said Segwarides, for the gift is yours, for I will none have, and I had deserved it. So was it given to Segwarides, whereof he thanked them, and so was he lord, and worshipped fully he did govern it and then Sir Segwarides delivered all prisoners and set good governance in that valley, and so he returned into Cornwall and told King Mark and Labille-Isoud how Sir Tristram had advanced him to the Isle of Servage, and here he proclaimed in all Cornwall of all the adventures of these two knights, so was it openly known. But full woe was Labille-Isoud when she heard tell that Sir Tristram was wedded to isoud la Main. CHAPTER 40 So turn we unto Sir Lamorak that rode toward Arthur's court, and Sir Tristram's wife and Kehydius took a vessel and sailed into Brittany unto King Howel, where he was welcome. And when he heard of these adventures they marvelled of his noble deeds. Now turn we unto Sir Lamorak, that when he was departed from Sir Tristram he rode out of the forest till he came to an hermitage. When the hermit saw him he asked him from whence he came. "'Sir,' said Sir Lamorak, "'I come from this valley.' "'Sir,' said the hermit, "'thereof I marvel, "'for this twenty winter "'I saw never no knight "'pass this country, "'but he was either slain "'or villainously wounded, "'or pass as a poor prisoner. "'Those ill customs,' "'said Sir Lamorak, "'are foredone, "'for Sir Tristram slew your lord, "'Sir Naban, and his son.' "'Then was the hermit glad, "'and all his brethren,' for he said there was never such a tyrant among Christian men. And therefore, said the hermit, this valley and franchise we will hold of Sir Tristram. So on the morrow Sir Lamorak departed, and as he rode he saw four knights fight against one, and that one knight defended him well, but at the last the four knights had him down. And then Sir Lamorak went betwixt them, and asked them why they would slay that one knight, and said it was shame four against one. Thou shalt well wit," said the four knights, "that he is false. That is your tale," said Sir Lamorak. And when I hear him also speak, I will say as ye say. Then said Lamorak, "Ah, knight, can ye not excuse you, but that you are a false knight?" Sir said he, "Yet can I excuse me both with my word, and with my hands, that I will make good upon one of the best of them." my body to his body. Then spake they all at once, We will not jeopardy our bodies as for thee. But wit thou well, they said, and King Arthur were here himself, it should not lie in his power to save his life. That is too much said, said Sir Lamorak. but many speak behind a man more than they will say to his face, and because of your words